0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, my beloved cartel in the house once again. I, I just love that you guys keep coming back. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my guest. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's Nigel. I don't know. You tell me. Drop a fucking five-star review or a one-star review or whatever it is in Apple Podcasts or Spotify And DM me and let me know what it is I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right. I'm open, you know what I'm saying? I got an open mind. And with that open mind comes great fucking guests. With no exception, like I had tonight with Mr. Jonathan Myers from the Cult of Conspiracy podcast maybe the better half of the Cult of, Cult of, Cult of Conspiracy podcast but I don't know um, anyway I love both of those guys and uh, you know Jonathan contacted me after I got on his show and said dude can I can I get on your show so I can promote my uh, hypnotherapy business and I'm like dude of course why not I'm like fuck I'm open to that I'm open to suggestion <laughs> you know but we uh just got in a, a wild conversation tonight and it was fucking magical dude like like every other guest I got on my show you know so uh shout out to everybody who uh loves doing what I do and i always recommend you to do what you got to do as well you know so without further ado i give you jonathan myers from the cult conspiracy podcast and you guys also know really what you got to do, right? Yeah. By now, of course, you know. You know. You got to sit back, relax, smoke a dupe, drink a beer, do what you got to do, relax, and enjoy the motherfucking chill. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. You know who I am. But most of all, you should know Mr. Jonathan Myers from the Cult of Conspiracy podcast. How the hell are you doing, brother?
1: Oh, man. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm doing great.
0: Well, thanks for having me on before, dude. So this is just reciprocating the love, you know?
1: Oh, hey. <laughs> I really appreciate that. It's all one big family in this community.
0: It really is dude like I've said it time and time again like anybody that I meet doing doing this is just it's so much so much love and positivity going on you know it's like it makes me wonder where everybody else is in life in my daily life you know like how come we can't connect so closely you know.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's crazy the the age that we're that we're in right now. You know, and some people say that we're in the age of Aquarius, the age of information. I mean, I think that it personally is the age of deception. Um, you know, with, with everything going on with the phone. <coughs> oh face for is, sure. Yeah, everybody's face is always in their phones or on their TV, not really paying attention to their significant others or their kids. And you know, we lose track of people like that. So this is kind of a valley that, you know, um, us at least podcasters can can really get to know each other and bond, um, a little bit outside of, uh, the matrix.
0: Definitely dude. Definitely. And I'm kind of pushing these messages. Like I I do like these, um, kind of like little quotes that I come up with just on, on, off the cuff. Like if it just, I just feel like that's where God leads me, what God leads me to say, I just speak it out. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I have no fear anymore about what anybody else thinks. And I just, I just feel like I need to get these messages out because I really do feel that time is short and we have to get this shit out there.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, there's uh, not to be all doom and gloom, but there's been a lot of fulfilled prophecies that have happened lately. And uh, <laughs> we might we might be alive for the end. We'll see. I'm actually kind of excited for it. Dude, I have no fear
0: about anything, dude. Like, Like, come at me, bro, you know?
1: Oh, dude, we're like we're not invincible as humans, but we are invincible as, as the soul, you know? So that's why I don't fear the end. I, I, I look at it as just another chapter in the, the tree of being really.
0: Yep. Yep. If they have to, you know, cause it says in the Bible about the end times about, uh, how Christians will be beheaded for their faith. And I mean, that's been happening throughout time, but I think it's going to happen on a greater scale. Uh, maybe soon, maybe not, but, you know, like, if you if you don't reject Christ, then you're going to be on the chopping block, so to speak, right?
1: Right, right. I don't, you know what, I, I'm not per se uh, a religious person. I can't call myself a Christian, but I do look at the teachings and everything of, uh, of Jesus and all of these, you know, um, ascended masters as I see them, really. Um, uh-huh. I look at them like, why would you turn your back on somebody like that. Somebody who has risen up to that level of consciousness to be able to do what all humans I believe are capable of doing. He figured it out. Like I want to learn from that, you know, a hundred percent. And I mean, like that's the thing, like they've dumbed us down so much
0: in, in their indoctrination education system and every avenue, entertainment, everything that we we've lost, uh, those abilities that he came here to show us that we actually have. But, like, like I would love to be able to go up to somebody and just, like, lay hands on them and say, you're healed, you know?
1: Dude, and that's like, po- I- that's possible. Like, And, you know, a big problem um, I see, especially in the conspiracy community, is that we look at all of these uh, symbols and uh, numerology, gematria, um, icons, um, you know, just – things like that and we look at them like they're negative for example like uh the pentagram the pentagram is not exactly a negative thing it can be it can be used for that um you know like uh like and i hate to go here but the 666 the same thing it's still a mass like it's it's a master number it's three of the same number you know what i'm saying so i think that like there's there's a lot of symbols that we see like take for example um the swastika well that was a sign of peace before it got turned into what it is that was like a, a hindu symbol wasn't it right right yeah a sign of peace and so what they do is they take these they pervert them and then they they make other people hate these symbols hate what they stand for and so much so that we don't even look into it. and they, uh,
0: they invert all of the good things into making it seem bad
1: Right, right. Right.
0: And that's another biblical quote I always go to. I never remember like the exact fucking passages or numbers or books or whatever. But it says in the end times, they will call evil good and good evil.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And
0: that's happening. We, I see that all all around me.
1: Yeah. the uh, They'll the the bad guys. I can't remember exactly either, but um, they will call it conspiracy. But don't believe it. Um, right. Right. So that's really where we're at. I mean, we're right in the thick of um, "quote unquote." They call us mis- misinformation, but that's—I mean—that's like you know, whenever you're whenever you're growing up, your brother, or your sister, they go and tell on you, but <clears throat> <clears throat> but it's for something that they did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so ch- the the game. It's like, like, it's like
0: anybody who calls you out on something, they're probably just projecting their own fucking issues.
1: Right, right, and so. Yeah. You know, you look at everything that's going on in the world, and a lot of people are, are searching for um, a path to be able to to not be so disturbed all the time, not be so agitated. I know that there's poison in the water, and, you know, they're poisoning the airwaves with 5G and, and everything else. I mean, it's coming at us from every single possible angle. But one of the best ways that I figured um, of getting past that and ascending past that is hypnotherapy. Um <laughs> So I learned hypnotherapy through, uh, the late great Dolores Cannon. She studied,
0: or she, she, Oh God bless her soul.
1: Oh my God, dude. I mean, one of the best humans ever lived. Um, she, she, you know, uh, started this, this way of teaching it's called Q H H T quantum healing hypnosis therapy. And, um, and it's a beautiful thing, dude, because you get to, you get to go into a past life. You get to see where you came from now. A lot of people will look at past lives and they'll think, I don't know about that. You know, it just sounds so silly. We didn't come from somewhere else, but if you really think about it, energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So, where were we before we were in our mother's womb? We had to have been somewhere, right? Um, so that's that's how I look at it, and I know different strokes for different folks. However, whether you whether you believe it or not, the session is always great. It's there's always a uh, a great teaching lesson in it. Um, you can always learn from your past, your past life mistakes. You can see where your life ended with the decisions that you made, or you can see what you're capable of. Maybe you, maybe you lived a heroic life. Maybe you were somebody that started a colony and it blossomed into a beautiful thing. I've had um, past life experiences myself. I, I myself have been hypnotized twice and uh both times so amazing dude i mean one time was here on earth and the other time i was like um like a god not a god but like um uh what's the term kind of like somebody who looks over a portion of the galaxy uh, i i don't really know what to. kind of like it.
0: green lantern a
1: little, <laughs> yeah, a little bit a little bit um you know so you experience these crazy things now i i know nothing before I got into all the conspiracy stuff, I know nothing about space because I always looked at it like it was fake, um and it, it might be. I don't know. I, I hope not, but it might be, um or at least the images that NASA shows us. I think those are definitely fake. But oh, those um, are
0: definitely fake.
1: Definitely fake. Um, he
0: says on every image, like this is an artistic rendering, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah. So it's hard to believe anything out of NASA with Project Paperclip and everything. How it all, how it was all created? But neither here nor there. Like. What I'm trying to say is, is that whenever you're in a hypnosis session, so what happens is, is that, um, so you'll be hypnotized only takes like 10 minutes, right? It's very simple, very easy. You don't, you honestly don't even know you're being hypnotized. You feel like you're just going into a deep meditation. And so then you'll start to, um, you know, start to see a little bit of images from a past life. And what's really cool about that is that in order to be able to see these things, while you're the one under hypnosis, is that I have to make sure that you're in the theta wave brain, uh, the state of mind. So there's four stages of um, of consciousness. There's there's beta, which is what me and you are right now. We're we're aware of our being. Um, then there's um, alpha, which is a light trance. What happens whenever you're watching TV. Right after that um, comes theta, and theta happens only naturally twice a day. It happens as soon as you wake up and right before you fall asleep. And then of course there's Delta. So what I'm trying to get to, um, whenever as, as a, um, as a person that is holding these sessions for somebody else, I'm trying to get you into that theta wave state. You know, um, the, the theta wave, as soon as you wake up or right before you go to sleep, you're in that dream state of mind. You're one foot in reality, one foot in the dream world. That's right where you see all the good things. And, um, and it's crazy, dude. Like the, the things that you can see are unimaginable. These are things that aren't hiding within your imagination. We're literally pulling this information from somewhere else. I don't know if it's the ether. I don't know if it's, I think it could be from your, your, uh,
0: um, uh, locked up junk DNA. Could be. I think the DNA is the key to all your past ancestral, uh, Consciousness, right? Because I had uh, Ishmael Perez on, and we, we've discussed this on your on, on your show, and he said, once our our uh, DNA is completely unlocked, we're gonna know the truth about everything, including all our past lives, all our ancestors, all our relatives, everything.
1: I believe it, dude. I mean, there's a reason why the Native Americans, they they you know they um, kind of worship the spirit, right? Like it's all the spirit of your ancestors, you know, they're asking for ancestral help. And there's, um, there's some contradictory things that go on with that. You know, you got the native Americans calling for, you know, ancestral help, but then if you go in the Bible and I'm, like I said, I'm open to, to all, you know, kind of, um, religious views. I like looking at them. Um, but I don't, in- I don't close myself
0: off to anything.
1: Right, right. Same here. So, but in the Bible, it says, do not call on the dead. So, I don't know. I don't know what is right and what's wrong. I know that, you know, I think that if you do it in good spirits, like if you're not trying to summon something to do your dirty work for you, you're probably all right. You know what I mean? Right.
0: It's the same thing with when God says, or Yahweh says, you know, don't uh, practice magic or divination. And yet you have all this people, all these people throughout the Bible practicing divination. Right? right. So I think it's, it's your intent. If you have good intent and positive intent and not negative intent to harm people, I think you're, you're good to go.
1: And that's the thing, like anything in good spirit, I think is okay. You know, I, I play around with tarot cards in good spirit. I'm not asking for any kind of, you know, demonic entity to enter my life and, and, you know, right for me no i just like
0: like let this guy die in some kind of a heinous way so i can gain some clout from it or something you know
1: right right i think i'm not into the witchcraft and all that kind of stuff um you know lighting certain candles and whatnot not that but there's any- even even
0: witchcraft i think is okay if you're if your intent is okay you know
1: exactly i mean there are such thing as like light witches or white witches Call mm-hmm. them Um, you know, we've we've had a couple of witches on our show. I I do like where they're coming from because a lot of them look into multiple alleys, you know, whether it be um, astrology or you know certain tarot decks or maybe certain spells. Now, I think that that I think obviously spells definitely work, and a lot of people will look at that and they'll be like, ah, whatever, this ain't no magic trick. This ain't David Blaine, you know, doing some kind of weird shit. And I'm not talking about Aleister Crowley or or John Dee or any of those guys either, but like I think that whenever we're spelling, dude, it's it's obvious. Whenever we're writing down things, we're spelling. And so if I tell you to imagine um, uh, uh, a yellow penguin, like I just perform magic because you just saw that in your mind. And right. So there's there's good ways of doing everything, I think. And I don't, I'm not somebody who steers away from something because somebody tells me not to. Sure.
0: Do you, so do you think that hypnotherapy is a a form of, uh, magic?
1: Huh? Um, I don't think so personally, how I look at it. Um, and, and if it is, it's not bad magic. It's kind of a in between gray area, I guess. But, um, the way I look at it is, is it's a, um, it's a guided meditation of sorts. If anybody's ever meditated, um, I mean, it even says in the Bible and I'm not going to keep on referencing back to the Bible, but um, you know, it's, I mean, there's prayer and meditation. Now what you do in those prayer and meditation, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of up to you and what you experience and everything like that. But I would say, no, it's, it's not exactly magic because all it's doing is searching for answers and it's searching for answers for a good reason. And, and you through know, the
0: subconscious, right?
1: Straight through the subconscious, the subconscious, right. I mean, from what Dolores Cannon said, um, whether you call it the subconscious or the higher self, that part, all of the answers to everything that you, not not your body, not the human body that you're in, but the real you has ever experienced in all of your existence as a soul. And so that's why some people have had, you know, hundreds of lives. Some people have had thousands of lives. And why you can keep on going back, and every time you do a session, it's always different. Now, the crazy thing about uh, the whenever your mind, whenever you're in the theta state of mind, they're not going to lie. There's no need to lie. It's like right. if if you're on a mushroom trip, and uh, all right, so here's an example. my My uncle told me about this one time. He was on a mushroom trip, and um he kept on getting Mrs. Pac-Man come up to him and was laughing at him. and he said,, huh. He just kept on punting Miss Pack, <coughs> but she just kept on coming back. Now, that state of mind, because I do believe that whenever we're on mushrooms, we we fall into that theta state of mind, that allows us to see these things. Whenever you're dreaming, you know theta state of mind, same thing. So, um, so I don't think that you're capable of lying because there's no need to lie. What's happening is already so cool. You know what I'm saying? It's so yeah. Fun. You're you're looking at a. You're looking at a life that involved you. And so lying would only hurt yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of cool things that can happen from this. Uh, she wrote 17, 18 books, something like that, on all of the experiences. Um, well, on a lot of experience that she's had with uh, several of her clients. Um, there's crazy things that can happen. Um, some people don't even go back to a life. You know, the. Some people remember life as uh, an extraterrestrial, um, and or or being somewhere out in space or in another galaxy on another planet where everything and all the laws are totally different. You know, the what we what we consider nice is something that maybe they consider mean. Like everything is upside down, everything's inside out and weird. Um, but it's really cool to have these experiences because it lets you know, like, like um it gives you peace of mind. It, it really gives you peace of mind as to why you're here and what your purpose is because you're right. able get these past lives and learn from them. Yeah, dude. Like <clears throat> just starting my podcast and I'm,
0: I'm sure you feel the same way. You feel a, a, a great sense of purpose.
1: Oh, big time, man. Yeah, dude. Cause it's like, I've never been
0: able to just like speak my mind, uh, until I got over that fear and started doing this. Right. And it just, it just, it's making me such a, a, a better person uh, throughout my entire soul, dude. Like, it's just like, I can't even, it's hard to describe because unless you experience what I'm experiencing or what you're experiencing, you can't really describe it, man. Like there's no words, man. I could, I could talk for days and hours like with people such as yourself but I just can't describe what I'm feeling when I connect with somebody. Like every guest that I've had on my show is like there's an instant connection there. I've never spoken to them until I do a show with them, and it's like, holy shit, dude! You know what I mean? <laughs> like so many re- uh, revelations you are happening in my
1: life. What you know what it is is that we are all creators in one way or another, right? You- and I believe, and I'm not saying that we're all God. I, I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we're all creators. Because what a lot of people in, in the hypnotherapy community, we all believe, or a lot of us believe, that we are all sparks of God. That, and, and Or fractals. We're all fractals. And yeah. uh, not necessarily God itself, but all together. It's kind of like, are you the ocean and a drop or a drop of the ocean? Right all the same thing we come from that thing whether it's the universe whether it's God whether it's the source um, I'm somebody that that believes that God is an energy and he experiences or it experiences life through us and you know he's kind of handed down a couple of his sparks to us to be creators and to create so that he can learn from things you know
0: absolutely dude And it, once, once you come to that realization it's such a beautiful journey dude
1: there's nothing to be fearful from. No, there isn't.
0: Dude, like, and and the thing is, is that everybody, what do you think about this whole polarization of, like, light and dark? I mean, like, the duality thing. Um, I think it was Carl Jung that stated this, that uh, every everything is a, a duality. But I think we're coming to a point now where we have to make the fucking solid choice whether we're going to strive toward the light or the dark,
1: you know? Um, it's a, I would say that, um, whenever we're talking about light, light and darkness, I kind of look at it in a different way. Um, I look at it as the light being the energy and the darkness being the lack thereof. Um, okay. uh, so, uh, now I'm, I'm very well aware that there needs to be that yin and yang. There needs to be light and dark. Always. Um, and, and that doesn't just apply to the world that applies to us. You know, we are holistic in nature. You know, we have certain things. Now, that doesn't mean always go after them. You need to balance it with the goodness. Um, but I think that if people bottle up their darkness for way too long, you get crazy things like school shootings and and mass hysteria and shit like that. And and I'm not talking about doing anything crazy. You know, maybe um, maybe you enjoy a beer every so often. That's your way. Or maybe you play a sport. And, um, like, for me, I played football a lot whenever I was growing up. How I released that darkness was by just straight-up murdering quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> that was me releasing my darkness a little bit. And um, so I think that we we don't need to be scared of it. I think that there is such thing as some people say shadow work, working on yourself, working on the innards of whatever makes you tick. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think a, a proper – Steady, healthy balance. Balance. The two of them is 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 healthy for everybody.
0: Yeah, I think I think life is definitely a balancing act. Um, I've heard it in and a lot of music too uh, that I like. I, I'm not like a rock and metal guy. And there's this band called Fair to Midland, and uh, which is an actual. It was a farming. Uh, it was a saying amongst farmers: "Fair to Midland," right? They would say that to each other, but that's where they got the band name from. But they had this song called uh, Whiskey and Ritalin. (laughs) Oh, nice. And uh, so in the chorus, he would say, welcome to the balancing act, right? Which is life.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I look at a lot of, you know, as a, you know, I'm not just a hypnotherapist, obviously. I do the conspiracy podcast, but I like to look into these secret societies and what they're up to. Um, a lot of Freemason work, um, you know, uh, for example, they, I mean, you look at their buildings, dude, there's no windows on them. Everything that they do and everything that they study, everything that they practice is all behind just brick walls. Mm. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that they're all up to no good. I'm sure there's Freemasons out there and, uh, friends, dude, and they're fucking
0: awesome people.
1: Right. Right. Same thing. Like, you know, I've 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 met a few Freemasons myself. I played football with a couple of them. The greatest people out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think that, you know, there's there's a lot of ritualistic stuff on there, even if they don't see it as ritualistic. Maybe it doesn't happen up until you get to a, a certain degree. But I think that, you know, um, wearing wearing the aprons, practicing in, in groups and learning things as as a brotherhood, that's something that it shouldn't be just left to the Freemasons. We need to kind of bring this out to life and, and do it with your brothers and your sisters and your best friends and all that kind of stuff and see just how you can balance whatever it is you're going through. And, and, and while at the same time trying to succeed, you know what I'm saying? Because sure, you, I mean, some Freemasons are some of the most successful people in the world.
0: Of course, of course. And whether that entails, like, a ritual or a sacrifice or whatever, that's that's um, that's another story. But, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard for me to, like, just judge, like, Freemasons as, like, of the fucking devil, you know? it's Because, like, my friends that are Freemasons, I don't think they're doing anything fucking heinous behind the scenes, you know? But like a ritual, I think a ritual to me is um, like if it's a if if it's a, has good intentions, it's just a way to like hack the matrix, right? Oh yeah, and bring good karma your way, and hopefully there's there's a balance there, and they're not like you know slaughtering fucking goats under a pentagram and jerking off into the pentagram with the goat's blood or whatever. But whatever the fuck it is, you know, it's probably just a way to hack the code
1: oh yeah oh i mean you look at any religious sector they all kind of have their their stories that they would like to remake. and i don't think that freemasonry is really any different yeah whenever you get to the top and you know you find out that you might be worshiping lucifer um that's i don't know how i feel about that you know what i'm saying um yeah i I don't know if they yeah well if you want to
0: go back and listen to my Episodes with esoteric Eddie. Um, he basically came to the conclusion that Lucifer is not the devil. He's not even the light bearer. Uh, but he's a completely different fucking character from the Sumerian times that has nothing to do with evil.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: dude. He's just like. It, it's but the fucking higher ups or whoever is controlling the world. They took that fucking uh, term Lucifer and made it inverted it and made it seem like it's an evil thing.
1: you know, and that's that's something that really it's so unfortunate that we have all this, you know uh, kind of misguidance, especially from these uh, the religious sectors, the the spiritual sectors and whatnot because, All anybody wants to do is get down to the truth. Like, I would love to know exactly what I'm doing here. I would love to know exactly what my goal is. Is there a goal, you know, exactly where do we go at the end? And I would say that if you're not a spiritual person or if you haven't looked into these things or experienced anything personally, you can kind of get caught up in in being a cynic big time. Absolutely. Um, Because all you need to do is hear one thing, you know, and and it'll turn you off. And that's so unfortunate. But, I mean, it's just like the Boy Scouts. How many Scoutmasters have touched little boys? And, yeah, I don't want to send my son to the Boy Scouts now because I heard those stories. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, well, even in <clears> – <throat> I was telling somebody the other day at, at where I work that I was talking about my past in, like, um, elementary school. Oh, he brought up uh, – he. it's a funny story. He brought up uh, – he's like, have you ever watched videos of, like, piranhas, like, uh, you know, attacking – uh other animals and shit. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. And I said I, in grade eight, my my science teacher had a piranha and a tank. And he was he um every time we went to class he would allow us to feed a goldfish to it, right?
1: No way. That's awesome.
0: It was, yeah. And he's like, dude, how the fuck did that happen? Because you can't you don't see that anymore. i'm Like, I don't know, man. I grew up in the fucking eighties and nineties, right? So things were different back then you're a young guy right he's like 22 or something right 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 i'm 43 and i'm like yeah dude he let us fucking uh put a goldfish in the tank and watch it just get you know bitten in fucking half and you see the blood and everything right and um Oh, my God. Where was it going with this
1: shit? Well, dude, we need to see that kind of shit. You know, whenever. Oh, yeah, for sure. We don't need to be sheltering anybody. I think that we're all put here to experience the human existence. And you got to take the good with the bad. You know? Yeah. What
0: yeah. It's, it's uh, like you said, like we talked about earlier. It's a balancing act, man. And like even horror movies, man. Like you'll have Christians who are like, oh, to watch horror movies, it's of it's the devil. It's like, dude, like if you watch horror movies, you're going to be in a better state of mind if you see something happen in front of your face and you're going to be able to act on it uh, in a better way, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, I think it. it's all about your mindset. It's all about how it affects you. If you let it affect you a certain way, um, like if somebody, let's say, driving down the road, right, and, uh, it's the beginning of the morning, you know, um, I'm out there The within a half an hour of being awake driving to work or whatever. And let's say somebody cuts me off and then flips me the bird. Well, now I have a decision to make. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Decision: Do I want to react and let this linger on the rest of the day? Because it does. You know that, that anger, that built up frustration, that shit lingers on. Or do it I could, wanna yeah. Wanna just like say, ah, whatever. Fuck him. He's just having a bad day. Dude,
0: I I I, I usually just laugh that shit off.
1: Right. Right.
0: I'm like <laughs> whatever man go about your day be an angry asshole <laughs>
1: yeah, about to do go wreck into him sorry
0: I fucked up and switching my lane
1: <laughs> right right and um so i i will i, I kind of want to get into a little bit of what happens whenever and this is just my personal experience what happens after one of these hypnotherapy sessions now now that you experienced past life You've you've asked the questions to your higher self um, and then you you come up out of the hypnosis. The next few days are so incredibly like phenomenal because now you've experienced that ethereal uh, ethereal realm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That's like it's almost like the first time you have a great meditation, except for this is deeper than any meditation that I could ever get into personally. Um, it's, you start having, once you experience what happens in a past life and you see it progressively happen, and then you experience the death and what, what caused that and all that, all that stuff, you kind of start to say, wow, you know, you look you, you, look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, dude, I'm like halfway done. Like I got to turn it around. I got to do something I like this, this life has got to be progressive. So you kind of get into a very focused state of mind and doing exactly the steps that you know you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. Now, if you're somebody that wants to, you know, um, build a career, this is going to make you a lot more ambitious to chase that career or yeah. if somebody who is just, I don't know, um, let's say you're uh, a raging alcoholic. Well, maybe you were a raging alcoholic in your past life and you saw that and you saw the, the outcome of what exactly that entails as far as the rest of your life goes. Well, now you're going to take a couple of less sips and eventually stop drinking. And mm-hmm. so it has a very profound effect on your life because it's so real, dude. It's so real that whenever you're in one of these things, you can't tell the difference, especially whenever you're deep enough and, and we're doing a hypnosis, you're going to a past life and you're talking to your higher self. You can't tell a difference between that life and this life. And you almost feel like that life is the real one. Do you know what I'm so saying? It so makes, it makes you connect.
0: More so to your higher self than your earthly self.
1: You're visiting things that are familiar to you on a subconscious level. And there's something very comforting to that. Um, so it's like, uh, you know, I, I've heard certain stories and this is on the um, on the flip side of that. I've heard certain stories. So I'm about to my my son is going to be born here in probably about a month or so. Um, oh, congrats. Thank you, man. And uh, so we've looking- what's that? Your first? My first son. Yeah, I have a daughter. Oh, okay.
0: So yeah, your second kid.
1: Nice. Right. And so we've been looking into um uh vaccines and you know, getting them snipped and all that kind of stuff. And we've heard, you know, especially being in the conspiracy world, you know, you hear so many horrific things about what vaccines can do and what uh getting snipped, you know, as far as for the boys what all of that entails obviously for the vaccines we've heard all of that I'm not even going to mention that but as far as getting snipped they say that whenever you're first born dude you get snipped and that is your first traumatic experience now that baby you're never going to remember that on a conscious level like that's just something that it's you're never going to remember it you were too young you know it was as soon as you were born it's probably your first memory this, you're not going to remember that i i can barely have any memories back to whenever I was like four or five. So I'm not gonna remember anything whenever I'm a baby. However, on a subconscious level, on a deeper level, your soul remembers that. It remembers getting snipped. And and that is something that, you know, it's yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I wanted to get to what happens you know, whenever, whenever uh, a little boy is circumcised, whenever it first starts, I kind of, I don't know a lot about it, but I, I understand that that is something that can kind of scar you a little bit on a subconscious level, because it's, it's, um, it's just a very bad thing to happen as soon as you're, as soon as you're born. I mean, think about it, dude. The first thing that you're born within a couple of minutes, you're getting, yeah, you get getting,
0: you're getting your fucking genitalia snipped, dude. It's
1: like, I I want my fucking foreskin back.
0: You know, I, I, I got snipped when I was a kid and my family's not Jewish, but it was a regulated
1: thing. Right. Right. And same here. You know, I wish that I that I wouldn't have. But obviously I was just a little baby. Can't make those decisions. However, I can be there for my son. And so basically what I'm trying to get at is that these things, these things that happen to us, even if it's not on a conscious level, if we don't have any conscious memories of these things, these things they hold an energy over our conscious mind or our subconscious mind rather. Sure. I I really love looking into the subconscious mind. Why do I enjoy certain things? Why do I hate certain things? It's not like I have a bunch of terrible experiences or a bunch of good experiences with certain things. It's because it's really just happened to on a subconscious level. And, you know, it's kind of the magic of being a human dude. Um, and so I, I really just love looking into that. And that's really what got me into hypnotherapy in the first place is just learning, not only how our minds work, but dude, figuring out where you come from. Like you can figure out like exactly where you come from. That's, that is so cool to even fathom the idea to me anyway. You know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely, man. And lately I've been praying to the creator and asking, show me where I came from, you know, show me why it is that certain things I probably shouldn't be doing, why I do them. And it comes to me in my dreams, which is my subconscious. Right. And I easily wake, I wake up and I easily evaluate it. I'm like, Holy shit. Like these are some of the things that, I need to like discuss with my family, but I don't because I'm scared that they're going to lash back out at me. And it's like, dude, you got to know this. I have my oldest brother who I can share these things with, but the rest of my family, forget it. They don't want to fucking hear it because they have no idea about what it means to be awakened spiritually. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I, I don't have that issue so much on my end, only because my my family already knows that I'm weird. You know what I'm saying? Like they understand that, like oh, okay, he's he's into that weird spiritual stuff. Like you know, whenever I told them that I was uh, going to school for hypnotherapy, they were just like they weren't even surprised. They were like, "Yeah, that's something that you would do." And yeah. because I'm always I've always been very curious uh, about this the spiritual realm and and everything that what what goes on you know, past the perception of our own senses, right? What, what causes certain things to happen that can't be coincidental, right? No, dude. I mean, numerology, gematria. I love looking into all that stuff, but you know, um, I just feel like if we all knew exactly what our purpose was, dude, if we knew what we were supposed to do, or at least knew how to get on track to doing what we're supposed to do, Man, there would be so much less anxiety. There was so much less depression, so many less suicides, so many less like just negative Nancy's out there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, dude. And that's why I, like ever, you know, I've always been like a pretty fucking
0: positive guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, I don't know where I got that. From. Probably my mother, because she's always been peaceful and loving and. Um, you know, just down to earth. My dad too, but he's more on the miserable side because he is oh, like, like hugely overweight, diabetic, and walking pharmacy. Uh, but like, no offense to my dad, dad, if you're listening to this, but I I, I always looked at my dad and said, I don't want to end up being miserable like that, right? So what do I gotta do to not be like that? I,
1: I. <laughs> You know, we uh, there's, there's.
0: I probably chose my dad before I was born. It, you know, my parents,
1: right? Exactly, right where I wanted to get into that. I do believe that there are such thing as soul contracts, and I think that we're very well aware of the life that we're about to live before we enter it. You know, um, they they've said that you know some little kids whenever they're up until like they're the age of you know, six or seven, that they have memory of where they were before here because they haven't, their, their little minds haven't been manipulated or polluted in any kind of way, chemically or, you know, subconsciously up until that point. So they kind of remember, oh, soul contracts,
0: soul Uh, contracts.
1: Yeah. So whenever we're, whenever we have these, uh, these experiences with the prominent figures in our life, you know, a lot of, a lot of times I'll ask, you know, before a session, who are the cast of characters in your life? Um, you know, some people will say their parents and then their siblings and a couple of friends, their significant others, maybe their kids, right? And so if your life was a movie, who would the cast of characters be? And a lot of times these are the people that you are closest with before you even signed up for this reality. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, like in, there- like in the past? Yes. In the past, Um, you know, somebody who you hate in this life could be your best friend. You know, in these soul contracts, you could like there's there's things that uh, we go into this life needing to work on certain things in order to be able to ascend up to a
0: higher level, so to say. Right. And these are the people that are here to kind of guide you, so to speak.
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, every single person that you have had a significant experience with has played a part in the puzzle known as your life. Like without them, you wouldn't have learned, even if it's a fraction of a memory, without that, you wouldn't be able to build the whole puzzle and you wouldn't have possibly fulfilled your life's contract. And sure. so I think that everything, that's why I say embrace the the good and the bad. You know, whether, you know, if something, if something good happens to you, that's great. It's such a, it's such a wonderful feeling. It puts you in a good mood, you know, like it gets you excited about life. But whenever something bad happens to you, just be like, oh, OK, damn. All right. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get depressed. Like, what can I learn from that? And that kind of speaks on a on a soul level, you know, uh, yeah. how you how you react to certain situations.
0: For sure. I, t- I'm totally on board with that, dude. Like, seriously. And do you do your hypnotherapy sessions online? Can you do it online or does it have to be in person?
1: Um, I do both. I mean, uh, it's a lot easier to do them online, especially with um, at least on my show. I've been I've been trying to talk about it and promote it a little bit because I I really feel like it is what I'm meant to do. Uh, I'm meant to like the the saying of my podcast is "Open up your third eye," and I feel like this is my way of helping helping people open up their third eye because sure. what what it does is that it just helps put everything into perspective. So. Anyway, so, yeah, we I, I usually like to do these sessions on Zoom. Um, I always tell people to put aside two or three hours, um, you know, make sure that your kids aren't running around screaming or your dogs are going around barking. You know, you don't want anything that's going to interrupt the session because it's just like whenever you're in the middle of a prayer or in the middle of a meditation, the slightest thing can knock you out of that zone that you're in. And so I always try to tell people, look, you know, if you can, even if you got to go sit in your car, you know, for a couple hours, if, if that's the only way you can get away, go sit in your garage, you know, something like that. Um, or if you're the only one home, that's obviously best case scenario. And just set aside a few hours because what's going to happen to you is going to be life changing. It, it, it will, you will never look at life the same way. And I, I can tell that from firsthand experience, as well as the people I've had sessions with who they just they're so thankful that they were able to experience that. You know what I mean?
0: Definitely, dude. I would love to fucking uh, have have you uh, hypnotize me, dude. Oh, dude. You yeah.
1: know, it's a it's a one of a life one once. Uh, I don't want to say it's a once in a lifetime, but because hey, maybe you might come back. I mean, I did it more than once. And uh, there's, other,
0: there's other people aside from you that might be able to do it, but here you are right now. You
1: know, right, right, and so uh nothing but goodness that can come from this, and i I look at obviously, you know there's the market for this kind of thing, a lot of people are charging crazy prices and and I get it. How do you put a price on something that is this spiritually moving? I get it right. Um, But I feel like a lot of people try to take advantage of that and they raise their prices astronomically. Like I know people that are charging seven, eight hundred dollars for one of these sessions. Oh, my God. Dude, the average is like three, three hundred to four hundred dollars is the average for one of these sessions. So what's your price point? I don't charge near anything close to that. I just charge one hundred bucks. And the only reason I charge that is because like, I don't know, I feel like um, I think that this is something valuable. It's not costing an arm and a leg and it's something that everybody can afford. And has anybody
0: ever came to you after a session and said like they didn't get anything out of it?
1: No, no, that doesn't happen. And if it, if it were to happen, I would just keep trying, but you're not, there's no way that you can't be hypnotized if you've ever watched TV. So they did a study. Um this was back in the late 90s I believe. They did a study. Uh they hooked up these uh these wires, these nodes like brain scans, like a brain scanner uh to see what state of mind you're in whether it be, you know, alpha, beta, theta or delta. Um and they hooked them up and they sat people in a living room while they were watching TV. And what happened was is that our minds whenever we're whenever we're clear and focused, we're in beta, okay? Whenever, yeah. whenever you're in a light trance, you're in alpha. Every single person that participated in this study—there was over a hundred people that participated—participated participated in the study. Every single person that participated in it couldn't couldn't last sixty seconds without going into alpha state of mind. Every single person. So, and that's just—that's how simple it is. We're so unaware of just how easy it is to be mesmerized. How easy it is to be hypnotized. I mean, and, and I like to say that it's it's for a good reason. You know, you, you turn on the TV, whether you're watching ESPN or Lifetime or HBO or whatever. Right. You're getting into that state of mind to where you're now suggestible. It is right. now planting things into your mind. I don't want to do that. I don't want to plant anything into your mind. I want you to experience experience this on a subconscious level. So that it sticks with you, so that it gives you purpose. You know what I mean? And that's that's. I think that's the beauty of it is is actually being hypnotized for a good reason instead of a poisonous reason like the media tries to do.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like, look at me. Like, I'm a gamer, right? I, I love playing video games. But then I see like other people who just watch TV, right? right? And I'm like, why don't you why don't you play a game, dude? Like, it'll make you like at least it will give you more uh, cognition uh, where you're actually using your um, hand-eye coordination, right? Mm-hmm. It's not completely tuning out when you're playing a game, but TV, it's just like you're sitting there with your fucking your mouth open, like, uh...
1: uh you know? I, I can't even watch TV, like, unless I'm with my I, Yeah,
0: it's, it's hard, man.
1: You know, because, you know, especially being a, a hypnotist, you understand exactly almost every single time I can catch it. I can catch it almost every single time um, whenever they're trying to uh, speak subliminal messages into our minds. Oh,
0: for sure, dude. It's
1: so simple. And it could be just something as simple as product placement. Um, and these big corporations, they pay big money for product placement, big money. You know, um, I'm a me and me and my fiance. We love watching the show Friends. I know you know some people make fun of that, but that's just our thing. You know.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, yes. So so we'll watch Friends, and for no reason you'll see a can of Coke and the label is pointed at the camera. Of course. But for, for no reason you'll see a bag of Doritos and the label is always pointed so the camera can see it that is a subliminal message you're not going to remember it you might not even notice it but in your mind whenever you go to the grocery store and you're going down those aisles you're not looking at no great value nacho cheese chips you want the doritos you know exactly. what i'm saying exactly yeah yeah because they they played that into your mind and so how that relates as far as hypnotherapy goes even if you don't remember exactly all the details of what you experienced in your past life you remember how they made you feel. And that's the biggest thing. You remember how, um, you know, helping somebody out made you feel or experiencing a certain event made you feel. And that's going to stick with you just the same way that all these subliminal messages or a- anything on TV, really.
0: I talk to I talk about it all the time with uh, <laughs> friends and coworkers about like, what's, what are some of your core memories? I always ask them, you know? And like for me, it's simple fucking things. It's like, dude, I remember um, one of my birthday parties when I was like five or six years old. And I had, we were flying these, you know, little styrofoam planes that you get out of a a package and you put it together and it's got a propeller and everything. You just fly it. Right. And all me and my friends were all just flying these planes inside my house. And it's like. This one kid, uh, his name was um, Eric, Eric something, right? Eric Raymond. And uh, ever since Facebook came out, I wanted to like find Eric Raymond or Instagram and I, I could never find him, right? And it's like, this kid was at my birthday party and I was at his one of his birthday parties and it's, that's where I watched Star Wars for the first time, right? Yeah, so there's yeah. so many like core memories that are just so significant to me, but not to anybody else, you know? And I always wondered why these memories are so like ingrained in me, you know?
1: Yeah. Certain you, it is weird how certain <clears throat> stick with you and you don't really understand why, but it's almost like every single thing that sticks with you. There is a reason why it shapes you into the person that you are. It shapes you into the, the thoughts that you have. Now, right. I want to get into like exactly what got me into hypnotherapy because I think that maybe a lot of other people might be interested in this. Um, what really I was I wasn't always super fascinated with hypnotherapy. As a matter of fact, what got what drawn um drew me into it was um near death experiences. Like, you can look online, dude, and there are tens of thousands of near death experiences of people that have had. And oh, my God, dude. And they're just so crazy things that they see on the other side. Um, You know, uh, for anybody that hasn't looked into that, it gives you a little peace of mind, dude, because, you know, in the back of our mind, we're scared of dying. But if we know what's on the other side, like a lot of these people have described, I mean, it really gives a little peace of mind to it. So that's really how I got into that and how I got into how that relays into hypnotherapy is that those people try to remember like because maybe they can only remember it uh, it's almost like a dream you know like maybe you'll you'll have memories of your dream that whole day or even for the first couple of minutes and then you forget it you know right so what they'll do is is that they'll go to a past life regressionist or some kind of hypnotist to try and pull back those memories of exactly what happened how exactly what did you experience whenever you were on the other side And it works like a charm every single time because all we're doing is getting you into that relaxed, meditated state of mind. You're not, you're not trying to think too hard with your left brain. You're not trying to be so calculated and remembering exact details. No, I don't want you to remember exact details. I want you to remember the whole thing, the big picture. And so I I think that that it all plays into who we are as the soul. And I think that, you know, maybe we're not supposed to, maybe we're not meant to know everything in this human experience, but it sure is cool trying to figure out as much as possible. For sure, dude. How would you compare uh, hypnotherapy
0: to uh, a psychic reading?
1: Hmm. Well, um, in a psychic reading, the the person who is receiving the reading is not exactly playing a role. Um, a psychic is going to tell you what they experience whenever they see you or, or something like that, right? And you can choose to believe them or not. Um, whereas in a hypnotherapy session, I'm not telling you anything. You're telling me everything that you're seeing. And right, so right. You're getting firsthand experience. You don't have to believe me. It's your thoughts. It's, it's, it's what you're seeing. So it makes it so much easier to believe because now that now those, those memories and those thoughts and those experiences that you had in past lives, that's yours. And nobody told you that nobody told you that and nobody could take that
0: away from you either.
1: Right. Right. And so I don't know, dude. I mean, and now there are, obviously there's some charlatans out there as far as psychics go, um, or really a lot of spiritual practices. Um, but this is one of those things that, you know, I, I. I have a lot of people that, that come to me for sessions, and they're they're nervous about it. They don't know what to expect, um, but at the end of the session, they're like, "Dude, I don't know what I was so nervous about. There's nothing, absolutely nothing harmful with this whatsoever. It's so enlightening to be able to learn these things about yourself, the true you."
0: Absolutely, you know, like honestly, like my my whole spiritual awakening process, uh. Has shown me that my core memories, like we were talking about before, my core memories is what makes me who I am, you know? And it's so significant to me, but, like, I can tell somebody these these stories and these memories, and they're just like, oh, cool, you know? But to me, it's, like, fucking amazing.
1: Right, right. It's kind of like <laughs> being on a roller you know? Like... Your experience of being on that roller coaster, you can't portray that and make the other person feel the same way of what I right. experienced on that roller coaster. I mean, you can try to. You can say, oh my God, it went up and down and there was a loop and it was going so fast and my hair was blowing back and my mouth was wide open and it was just so much fun. And they might be able to picture that, but they can't experience that until they do it themselves.
0: For sure, dude. Have you seen uh, the remake? Uh, it came out recently, Firestarter. What's it called? Firestarter.
1: Uh, no, I haven't.
0: It's a Stephen King story and it was made in the 80s uh, with Drew Barrymore. Um, and so basically, what happened was uh, the father and the mother of her were in this uh, experiment from the government and they basically injected them with serum and it gave them, like, uh, it gave the father uh telepathic abilities and it gave the mother telekinesis abilities and then when they had their offspring which was Drew Barrymore uh she had both of their abilities combined also with pyrokinesis so she could fire like she could like make fire out of her will right
1: oh that's awesome
0: yeah so in the remake it kind of like expands on that. Right. So it shows you the mother and the father in the, uh, the lab and they're getting experimented on and whatnot. But um, it just, it just made me think about how like we probably have all these abilities without a fucking serum being injected into us, but we just don't know how to tap into it, you know?
1: So I can give you a couple of, weird experiences of what has gone down after one of these sessions. Um, now it doesn't happen to everybody. Probably like a 1% chance of like the amount of people that it's actually happened to. I mean, it didn't happen to me. I, I don't think so anyway, like where some people will experience crazy things that they wouldn't have otherwise, if they hadn't touched, you know, um, into this uh, spiritual realm call it your pineal gland or whatever your 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 godly gifts mm-hmm. uh, so a couple of things happened there was and these are stories that i've heard that's this is not like what i've first per- firsthand experienced however it is and, the- and, and
0: and let me let me just say uh for the record that most christians who are indoctrinated into that religion would say that any of these gifts are satanic
1: well, of course. Of course. But this <laughs> is mind-blowing to me. Yeah, I mean, if God is truly in us, then why wouldn't we be able to tap into something like this? Right. Uh, so go on. Um, so the actually the woman that kind of taught me all of uh the hypnotherapy, the techniques and, you know, um kind of laid out the blueprint of exactly how this thing goes down, she's the one that experienced these these crazy events that happened shortly after being hypnotized. Um, or she isn't, but the person, the people that she's been with has. So she hypnotized her husband, okay? Um, she hypnotized her husband, and her husband was like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know if I believe in this crap. Like, it just <laughs> sounds, it sounds like a load of bullshit. Like, this is some new age shit. Bunch I- of
0: bullshit, woo-woo shit, yeah.
1: But he did the session because he was there, you know, Help and support his wife. Right. Well, what happened is, is that after the session, he felt like this weird urge to always he was a lot more aware. Right. Um, so we were actually over his house and he was explaining to us this story about what happens, how he can um, be more aware of certain things. And we were just like, I don't know if I believe that me and my best friend were over there and he goes, all right, I'm about to show you. And so he got up, he's now the, the, we're sitting in his living room. The curtains are closed. Um, he lives in a big neighborhood. There's a lot of people, uh, that live in this neighborhood, right?
0: Oh my God. You told me this story on your show, but keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, um, he goes, so look outside and before you open those curtains, I'm going to tell you exactly what is going on with that person. And I don't remember exactly details, but he was, it said, it was something like, all right, there's going to be a blonde woman wearing a pink shirt and blue shorts, and she's going to be walking a little dog, and she's going to be walking that way. And I was like, dude, if you're fucking serious about this, I'm about to lose my shit. I'm, I'm going to – like it's going to be it, – it almost seemed paranormal. It was so outside of – it was so extraordinary if that was if that was really true. Do we open up and, those curtains?
0: And then I asked you like, oh, she probably does this the same time every day, right?
1: I, I don't know. That's, uh, that's
0: what I asked you when I caught on your show.
1: Right, right. And so <laughs> here's the thing. Maybe, maybe. However, you got to think the amount of time that it takes somebody to walk in front of your house, which is about 10 seconds, give or take the size of your house, right? You have to be exactly on the money. Exactly to for that to be just a strange coincidence or or you know maybe he's just a master of timing kind of thing, right? I don't know dude i I lean to believing what he's saying, and he is somebody who is not a bullshitter uh you, you know, you don't take him as somebody who's trying to brag or or you know uh trick you or fool you or anything like that He's like Whatever. a straight shooter he's a very straight shooter, and honestly, like for his um position and what he works with he goes i don't even want to tell the people i work with because they're going to put me in the loony bin if i tell them that i have like these abilities and so i, I lead i lead to believing him another one um this one's a bit weirder uh so there you know the the person that taught me her name's lydia lydia was having a hypnotherapy session with this uh, this girl in her 20s And what happened was they they went through the session. Everything was fine, except for a few weeks afterwards. She kept on getting, like, these strange – some people call them downloads, okay? Yep. She was getting these strange downloads. She was was drawing, like, a bunch of numbers and um, geometrical shapes and everything. Dude, she was legit, like – she legit had the ability to channel – Maybe it's aliens, uh, ET's, whatever. She was channeling these things. She had the ability to. Now she was able to turn it on and off. She was actually like, if she said, "All right, not right now. I'm actually busy." She was able to turn it off. So I don't think that these are. I don't think that these are just things that people are making up. You know what I'm saying? Because she showed me the piece of paper of everything, like these insane geometrical shapes, like almost like uh, what you see in crop circles. And and some of the craziest things that can happen. And so this is one of the things that I always like to say, dude, anything can happen in one of these sessions. It can open you can open you up to the abilities that you always had inside of yourself. But now you're, you're more in touch with it. You're aware of these things. Now I think that we're all very special. I think, dude, you think about whenever we're born, what is there hundreds of thousands of other little other little sperms that are trying to swim to the egg. We made it. You know what I mean?
0: We're all winners, right? We made it. (laughs) We all, we all fucking crossed that finish line. We came into this fucking
1: realm, you know,
0: like that's fucking miraculous in itself.
1: Oh dude. Yeah. And so I've, I've really always been into the, the weirdness. I mean, one of my favorite movies growing up was, um, Matilda. And, dude, that is just one of the coolest movies, to be able to move things with your mind. And I always thought, dude, if there's ever a way that I can make that happen, I want to try that. So maybe that's another thing that, you know, maybe on a subconscious level as to why I got into hypnotherapy. But, look, I do it. I do it for good reasons. I, I'm here to, to be able to help people through certain things, to get rid of anxiety, get rid of regret and stress and everything else, and let you know that, dude, you're here for a reason. And if, if you need to see a past life in order to prove that to yourself, then I'm willing to help you out in any possible way. And, and the whole thing,
0: my whole message of this whole thing of what you're trying to portray is that we all need to just open our fucking minds a little bit more to the possibilities of what life can give you, you know? And if you're not, open to that you're just doing your nine to five and you're fucking bored with it and whatnot like just open your mind and and realize how much fucking potential that you have dude you know like I, i started this show like a year ago almost a year ago and it's like i've had all these fucking cool things happen since i started doing it like synchronicities and fucking people approaching me and like Telling me like, dude, you're special. I'm like, what what? You know, like there's so many things that have happened to me since I started doing what I was meant to do. And this is just a part of it. This is just a, the the beginning of uh my potentiality. Um I think there's a lot more that's inside me that I need to do, but I'm really excited for what the future holds. And even if it's like really fucking bad, like if the Christians want to call it tribulation or whatever, dude, like just embrace it. Whatever comes your way, just fucking embrace it. Every moment.
1: Yeah. Nobody's going to do it for you. That, that's exactly why, you know, I mean your parents might be able to help you out with bills every so often <laughs> or your girlfriend might be able to help you out with, something i'm not going to get too weird but you know certain people are in your life to help you through certain things and help you learn certain things but in the end you got to make a concerted effort effort to uh to to learn these things you have to um you have to learn how to be a good person and how to be able to tame all of your quote-unquote abilities or your talents and um being a good person, it it takes work because yeah, we we do kind of want to do bad things all the time, or what is seen as bad to some people, I guess. Um, yeah. But you know what, dude? Like, I think that getting in touch with your higher self, I think that that's just the best thing that anybody could do. And hey, dude, if you get some cool abilities out of it, who like worth it? You know what I'm saying? It's worth totally. It. But then you gotta realize you gotta also look
0: at the other side of the spectrum too, where like some people would say that you know their higher self is like evil and they want to embrace that too right what do you think of that Uh, i've like you got steery dude you got like all these fucking serial killers and shit like i've looked into all that stuff right and like these people are like like even in a video game i was playing like you're on an island, deserted island, and you're you're. There's a doctor there, and all of a sudden, there's a serial killer about, and you try to track down the serial killer. So you're interrogating the 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 survivors on the island, and then you come to realize come to the realization when you interrogate the fucking doctor who's trying to fucking heal everybody, he ended up being the serial killer.
1: Yeah, I think that right.
0: I- so he was like. There can't be any good without evil people like me, right? So, uh, people embrace that ideal. It's fucking crazy, dude. You know,
1: it is, but you know, this all goes back to having the balancing act. And uh, one thing that I would like to say is that that's not that person's higher self. It's not because it's the
0: lower self, right? It's the, the devil,
1: it's the lower vibrational shit, the lower frequency. You know, whenever we divulge, into what makes us feel good. Maybe it's sex or masturbation or porn or drinking or drugs or, or vandalism or any of these low vibe things. We take on that frequency and we become it. And so I think the more you tap into that shit, the more of a terrible person you're going to be. So we are like an animal. We need to tame ourselves like an animal. We're the, we're, we're living in a human vessel, but that doesn't mean that we can't, be more than that that doesn't mean that we can't um you know kind of uh what's the word train ourselves and it takes some work but one thing i will say is that i think that the higher self is all love because i think that the creator is all love Um, and so the higher self call it the spark of god that is the thing that is closest to god maybe it is god you know whatever that thing is inside of us, it's goodness. It is love. It's it's not lower dimensional bullshit.
0: Yeah, a uh, goodness over darkness. Shout out to Emmanuel Kingman. Yes, good the God cast, right. Goodness over darkness, man. That's yes. that's that's what's what, what all about, dude. It's like treating your fucking fellow man like you want to be treated with with respect and like if you. Dude, there's so many people that are dicks, right? But it's like I try to treat them how I want to be treated, you know? Even though they treat me like shit, I'll, I'll treat them right back with, like, how I would want myself to be treated, you know? And, you know, a lot Not of... Not a fucking thing to do because, honestly, like, there's some people that I work with and I'm like, dude, you're a fucking cunt. But yeah. I'm going to fucking come up to you with a smile on my face and I'm going to do the best that I can. And if you're still not going to appreciate it, well, you know, that's on you, you know?
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, it, those people that perform like these, these negative acts or have negative thoughts, these people don't want, for the most part, don't want to experience these things because it, whatever, whatever badness or darkness that they're giving out to the world. That's what's going on on the inside. And so that's another great thing that can happen with the hypnotherapy and talking to your higher self is that you get to release that. You are now no longer a part of that vibration anymore because you found experienced what the goodness of the higher self truly is. And once you feel that dude, you don't want to go back to being a piece of shit. You don't want to go back to being a bully or a negative person or or a person that just does bad things in general, like you want to be a good person, and you know, subconsciously, we're rewarded, whether it's on an angelic realm, maybe it's a a, a heavenly realm, whatever you want to call it, we're rewarded for good acts, and so no, I,
0: I feel we're, that like
1: tired to want to do good things because it, it's it, not
0: it's not necessarily rewarded with materialism either. It's no it's. Yeah. It's it's just like a somebody will walk by me sometime and say, "Oh, dude, I love like your energy and this and that." Like that to me is more rewarding than any kind of money coming my way or uh, any kind of gift. You know,
1: absolutely. And anybody that's ever met me, dude, like um, I'm the least materialistic person I think I've ever met. Like I don't, I don't care, like. Some people they go they go to work all day long maybe it's 12 14 hour shifts they're working in a let's just say you know I'm from Pittsburgh so let's say it's a steel mill right and they're busting their ass they're sweating their balls off it's putting them in a terrible mood you know your boss is a dick all just to be able to pay for your materialistic shit that's right we're enslaving ourselves that's that's what we that are is.
0: absolutely yeah
1: don't want to do that. You know, we can place blame on the government for for the taxes and we can place blame on all these secret societies for doing things behind our back, whatever, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. Um, Whether, you know, the 9-11 thing was an inside job or not. That's nothing that you can control. You can have an opinion. Right, Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, whenever whenever we're we're experiencing these things on a deeper level, dude, it's all about. How you handle it. How are you going to handle the shit that comes to you? And that's that's I think, you know, I think that this whole world, this whole thing, this whole experience of being a human is just one giant test. And, you know, I mean, we're not perfect, but it doesn't hurt to try. For
0: sure, dude. And that comes down to the Bible, too. The word Bible is an acronym for basic instructions before leaving Earth.
1: Right. (laughs) Oh, wow! I never heard that.
0: You never heard that, dude? I heard that when I was like really young and it stuck with me, but I never really knew what it meant until like more recently, you know, like, the past 10 years, you know?
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For that. It's cool, man. It's like, like, it's not only the Bible, though, it's every holy book that's ever been written. It's like, I always say to people, I'm, I'm like, you know, yeah, I follow Jesus, but at the same time, it's like, you can't look at, the the christian uh, the christianity uh religion as the one true fucking path to enlightenment because people find enlightenment through other means that's you know and like once you say that you that your way is the only fucking way regardless of your beliefs or when when you when you when it comes down to your belief for the other matter um you can't just say that this way is the only fucking way because that's what causes division. And that's what causes war, right?
1: Yeah. These people are, um, they're teachers, you know, Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's been a lot of yogis. I, I consider these people teachers. Um, you know, Sadguru, for example, I don't really like a lot of his political bullshit that he likes to talk about, but as far as getting in touch with the soul, I love it, dude. I love yeah. talking about, you know, um, you know dusting off your third eye, going meditation and really just doing the work that you need to do with you know inside. Yeah. And that's that's all that that's all that really matters, dude. I mean, don't be a piece of shit, you know, take yourself seriously, take your life seriously, dude. And it doesn't yeah. have to, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, make up your life, but there's more to life than making a good career. There's more to life than you know, um, you know, trying to advance for, for materialistic reasons, we can't take any of that shit with us whenever we die. You can only take the memories of who you were in this lifetime.
0: That's it. I, I fucking tell that to people all the time. I'm like, "Dude, so you want that Ferrari, and you, what are you willing to do to get that Ferrari, right? Are right. you willing to stomp on people to get that fucking money that will get you that Ferrari? Well, then you fucking sold your soul.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a price to pay for that, you know, yeah. and both both literally and, you know, on a higher level, dude. Because now now you're stressing yourself out, putting in the extra hours, working a job that you don't want to work, you know, coming home and you're all flustered and pissed off, and now it's causing arguments with your wife and kids. Like that's it's not worth it to me. I I much rather do something that I want to do, live uh, a a a healthy you know, we're not, we're not rich by any means, dude. I mean, we're, we, you know, we drive basic cars, we live in a basic place. We don't have the flashy materialistic things, but you know what we do have? We have love. We create memories. We do the things that, that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that all kids that are born with a silver spoon turn out to be great people.
0: Oh, most nine times out of 10, they're fucking the most hated people on the earth.
1: Right, dude. And so and
0: I, I was going to say, I beg to differ that you don't have much. And I always tell people, like, I have perspective on life. Look at Africa, right? Like we have way fucking more than we need, you know? You're and absolutely- when we to that realization that we have way more than we need, then it comes down to what the fuck do I got to do to be a better person and make change in this world?
1: That's all that counts, dude. Just looking inside and figuring out how how you can be a better person, not only for yourself, but for your loved ones, too. I mean, I think that that's very important. It's it's important to make good memories, but it's hard to make a good memory whenever you're fucking worn out from working all the time. Yeah, yeah.
0: But again, I'm going to put this up to – I'm going to crank this up a notch – the elites of the world who are just hoarding fucking money. You know, you got like these rich fucking people like Bill Gates and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. It's like one of those guys could cure world hunger with the amount of money that they have, but they choose to do other things like create a fucking vaccine program to demolish the population And, uh, you know, just build cars, uh, you know, like it's so much, they have so much fucking money and they could do so much with it. No, I'm just, I'm just going to buy Twitter. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, uh, make GMO farms and make people eat fucking crickets. It's like, dude, why don't you just like ship some food out to Africa or something? You know, you know what though? (laughs) Like,
1: Those people have to live with the decisions they make and they gotta take those decisions into whatever is after life. I mean, that that kind of those kind of decisions I, I don't I think that um that we can only control what we're in control of and anything outside of that, you know, look, I love looking into how Bill Gates is only, you know, he, he's cutting down the Amazon rainforest and, and he's taking over large plots of land in the United States. Mainly, I mean, his his most of his property, (coughs) all the states, the the state that he owns the most property in is in my state of Louisiana. So, like, I'm aware that these these just
0: cancers uh, of the earth. exist.
1: (laughs) But you know what? They're there for a reason, because now, like. Maybe that teaches somebody, look, don't be such a fucking selfish pig because nobody likes that kind of person. I guarantee you Bill Gates doesn't have a lot of real friends. You know, right. He has acquaintances. He has um, business friends, I'm sure. But, dude, I mean, that dude's probably miserable as fuck. And, and that's probably what's causing him to be even more, you know, um, just full of himself and, and wanting to to do all these all this extra shit like wipe out half of humanity and feed us a bunch of bullshit so i think that you know if we if we just we look at society as a whole we figure out what we're doing right we figure out what we're doing wrong that's, that's
0: i think they're i think they're all actors anyway like look at bill gates with his uh, uh his ex-wife now dude that was Kevin Klein. Uh Melinda? Yeah, she's Kevin Klein.
1: Dude, you know who I think she actually is? It might be Kevin Klein. You know, I've heard. Dude, she looks like Robin Williams. I think Miss Doubtfire. Oh shit. I think Miss Doubtfire is Miss Doubtfire again, bro.
0: Let's get on to this shit too, dude. Like fuck, why not? Yeah. Um, like, yeah, fucking Kevin Klein or Robin Williams, regardless. I think it looks like Kevin Klein. Both. I I say it.
1: It. You know? (laughs) Because
0: they're all actors. And now people are saying Joel Biden is fucking Jim Carrey.
1: Whoa. Jim Carrey. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Jim Carrey is like acting like a fucking dementia patient and walking around with that fucking, you know, special effects makeup on. Every kind of fucking uh special effect i can use to distort our reality right
1: why do you think they would do that if if it truly is jim carrey why do, what do you think the angle is
0: just mass fucking hypnosis and and, and manipulation and
1: That's control true. whenever i think of that dude yeah i mean we understand that the government as a whole is not exactly for the people um it's i mean government in the in the first place uh, mind control control you know like yeah.
0: mind control government mentality uh and govern right mind control
1: exactly so i don't know dude i think that all this stuff is happening on a very spiritual level dude it's meant to deceive us into 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 thinking that we're not the, the powerful people that we are, uh, not only as a single person, but as an entire society. You know damn well that if everybody rised <laughs> up against Big Daddy government, we'd be able to take them out in a day, bro, half a day. The the oh, right. yeah. But, you know, this is why they have certain things like Roe v. Wade getting overturned, um, why we have vaccines and people are split on that, presidential shit. I mean, everything is designed – to split us apart to prevent that from happening and they know what they're doing, they do that on purpose well they know what they're doing
0: but I, I also believe that uh, our creator knows what he's doing and he's going to empower us to overcome them so that's the, that's the grand plan that's the grand scheme that our father in heaven uh, gave us I believe, anyway, Everything. and whether the Freemasons are in on it or not, you know, they're all. Everybody's in on it. Everybody, you, me, the Freemasons, all the secret societies, all the governments, all the actors—we're all a fucking player on the fucking world stage.
1: We are, we are, and you know, I just. I don't know, dude. I think that it's it's up to each of us individually, you know, and we can't we can't come to the old the old divide and conquer because that's all that's what they've been trying to do for forever. And, you know, for sure. Obviously, they got these big mega corporations and they're trying to guide society in a certain way. Like, fuck you, Amazon. You're just an online Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to tell me what? Like, I don't yeah. know.
0: Dude, this, this, here's a story, okay, that you just sparked in my mind, was that I was at work, and I was just outside, and this cute fucking older lady comes up to me, uh, she's Indian, East Indian, and she's like, it's so nice out today, right? And I'm like, yeah, and she's like, you have such a great smile. And I'm like, well, thank you. And so do you, right? And she said, I'm glad to see that you're happy doing what you're doing. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty happy, you know? And she said, I work at Amazon, and they treat us like absolute slaves. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and I said, you know what? Maybe you want to apply here, right? Because it's a little better, like the management isn't always fucking great, but we're treated pretty fair, you know? And she's like, Oh, maybe I'll apply. I'm like, yeah, just go online and apply. And you got nothing to lose except for your shitty job. Right. Like come here.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: But she was like, very appreciative of what I was saying to her. And she got back into the car with her husband and, she, you know, she waved at me. I saw her talking to her husband and she waved at me and her husband waved at me and they backed out and they drove off. Right. And I was like, dude, that was like a beautiful moment, you know?
1: Oh, big time, dude. And, you know, I think that moving forward society, we kind of have to, we kind of have to shape it You know, we can't rely on the government or or these other big corporations to be able to to feed us and all that stuff. Right. Because how many jobs out there were saying that it was required that you get a vaccine in order to keep working?
0: And Um, that's what I'm super thankful for. I work for a huge fucking corporation and they never fucking forced it on us.
1: Right. Right. But you all you always got to be aware that the possibility is there. Um, for sure, in the future, maybe, right? So well, I, well, I think that like moving forward, we all kind of need to to get creative in our own way, to be able to to make a business for ourselves, whether that is, you know, like for me, what I'm trying to do, dude, I'm my my dream, and I'm chasing it hard. I am chasing it as hard as I can. My dream is to be able to podcast and do hippie full time, no other job, no other source of income, just those two things to be able to live off of that. And I don't need to make a hundred grand a year or anything crazy like that, dude. I right, can- right. Enough to get by on, on, on
0: your passion. Right. That's, that's my goal in doing this as well. Like, you know, like, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna expand on it. Like I want to do some singing, uh, you know, like on TikTok or whatever. Like I want to, I want to sing songs and shit. Cause I have a really good voice. I've been told, uh, but I want to sing songs, like just 15-second choruses of songs that relate to uh, truth uh, against the system.
1: Yes, I would love it.
0: Yeah, that's what I want
1: to do next. You know, we actually, we've had on um, a rapper out of California. His name is Nick Natoli. And that's all he does, dude. He puts out music videos, I shit you not, dude, once a week at least. He, yeah all very produced very well the lyrics are great it's a good beat to to really listen to and that's all he's saying is just the truth about everything that is going on for him politically right of course dude. Uh, and i mean i can't tell you like i love that guy like he's so entertaining but at the same time he has a great heart there's somebody that you want to listen to and dude i could hook you i could hook you right up with him dude i'm sure he would love to come on your show
0: cool man yeah I'm, I'm always like game for like whoever wants to come on my show you know like i i'm usually the one to reach out but i get i would say it's like it's 50 like 50 like uh whoever i reach out to or they reach reach out to me um that gets on my show but like i had a, f- a few episodes ago i had a guy that re- reached out to me through email from fucking new zealand dude No, and way. it's like holy shit it's fucking wild right and he told me this crazy, these crazy fucking stories. And I was like, "Holy shit! Okay, get on here. Don't fucking spoil it for me, you know? Yeah, I want a genuine reaction when you come on, right? Yeah, so yeah. Tell right away, like, if somebody's genuine or not, you know?
1: Oh, dude, big time. And you know what I love is the platform to have the ability to be able to do things like that, like, yeah, talking to people that you would have never even knew existed or. You know, talking to people that you never would have thought you would have been talking to. Like, I mean, there's been so many podcasts that we've done with just these people. I'm like, do we really just talk to them? Like I know, right? That's so crazy that we have an outlet and to be able to and you know what? It's not just bullshitting either. Like, it's legit conversation. And there's it's nothing-
0: so genuine, man.
1: Yes, yes, dude. And so, I mean, I think the the work you're doing on, on your podcast, man great stuff i mean the we we try to do the same thing have good conversations open up third eyes all over the place dude and just like how you had somebody from new zealand i mean we hope it we hope to like let's make it a worldwide thing you know what i'm saying absolutely just keep fucking doing what you're doing and everything will fall
0: into place man you know
1: absolutely
0: i couldn't uh close the show on a better note so <clears throat> I'd really like you to plug all your shit right now and I'll put everything in the show notes as well
1: awesome man I really appreciate that and thank you um, shit, so... man, I got cars,
0: fucking racing cars outside
1: right <laughs> now um, so um, my hypnotherapy if you would like if you're interested in a hypnotherapy maybe you want a little bit more information feel free to reach out to my email it is cult of conspiracy at yahoo.com. Cult of conspiracy. Hmm. Let me think about that. At uh, Yahoo.com. I'm sorry. Cult of Conspiracy Podcast at Yahoo.com. That's what it is. Okay. Reach out to that for for any kind of information. Um, I'll give you all the information. You can put it in the show notes. People will be able to just click on the link. Um uh and you can reach out to me. I I will ask, I will answer any question that you have. I'm very very patient with a lot of this stuff because I know some people are, you know, they're they're uh could be skeptical and that's totally fine. I can I can help you out with any questions that you may have. Um, as far as my podcast on the Cult of Conspiracy podcast, I normally have uh, my co-host, Jacob, um, you know, uh, on the ones and twos with me. Um, we're everywhere, man. I mean, we're on all podcast platforms. We're at Rockfin um, and <coughs> excuse me. TikTok, Instagram, all at Cult of Conspiracy podcast. So, thank you so much man for having me on and, and helping me uh, spread the word.
0: Yeah, dude, for sure, man. Anytime. Um also I wanted to ask you if you knew anything about the uh Yahoo.com um search engine and how it is a derogatory term for uh God. Is it? Yeah, so The true name of God is You know, in the Bible Essentially, it's Yahweh Or Yahuwah, right? Okay Yahuwah, if you go into the Hebrew You realize it's actually Yahuwah And the son, which is Jesus Is called Yahushua Which is named after his father
1: Okay Okay
0: So (laughs) This goes back to the people that are against God and are doing everything against God uh, through AI and all that technology shit. Um, but they make fun of the followers of God and call them yahoos. And people would, back in the day, would call somebody a y- fucking yahoo, you know?
1: No way. I yeah, know-
0: dude. I hope I just blew your mind there.
1: <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Oh, now I need a get a new email <laughs> no dude but you know what i'm saying right like is it's
0: isn't that wild
1: dude that is of course dude of course it's like i'm not even like i'm surprised because i never heard that but i'm not surprised because that's what they do dude i mean that's what look, they do
0: they mock it. god every way every fucking which way but lose
1: Oh, dude, the the Google Chrome you know icon is a six six six. So of course, Yahoo's gonna get in on it. I'm sure fucking Bing has some crazy satanic or some side of some kind of uh like slighted thing towards the people who uh, are believers or whatever, dude. Like it's just so crazy. I'm not even surprised.
0: Isn't that wild though? Fuck, fucking Yahoo, and it's like. It's like they were the be all end all before Google, right?
1: And dude, that's and then- why I always tell people, dude, once you start doing the research, it becomes blatantly obvious who the bad guys are.
0: Absolutely.
1: Blatantly obvious.
0: It's fucking wild, dude. Honestly, I love this conversation. Uh, you plugged your shit. Uh, I love you, man. God bless you and everything that you fucking do. And God bless your family, your, your newborn coming in. And, uh, yeah, dude.
1: Thanks so much, man. I mean, I, I love you too. Like a brother already, man. I mean, we've only talked a few times, but I vibe with you hard, man. And you know, I, I love what you're doing. So I appreciate that you've, uh, that you've helped, helped me with
0: right back at you, man. Okay. Peace out, homie. All
1: right. Peace later, man.
0: Thank you very much, Cartel, for once again listening to the Red Pill Cartel. This is Nigel the Goat speaking. David, don't fuck me up, man. Don't fuck me up. This is Nigel the Goat speaking. See, I told you that's what you were gonna say. Yes, well, uh, they also know uh, what I'm going to say, but, uh, fuck you, you dumb shit, baby. fuck off, let me do my intro, or my outro, whatever the fuck you call it, and, uh, we, we could go, you know? Keep going, Andrew. Anyway, Cartel, I, uh, me and, baby, uh, uh, we hope you enjoyed that episode with, uh, Jonathan, uh, Myers from the Cult of Conspiracy podcast. And we recommend you listen to that show As well as The Red Pill Cartel Which you always listen to anyway But anyway, go listen to him And, and get a fucking reading from Jonathan For a hundred dollars You don't want to pay like seven hundred fucking dollars For uh, uh Hypnotherapy Hypnotherapy Is that the word baby? Hypnotherapy Yes, hypnotherapy oh. You got it right. Yeah, the uh, hypnotherapy session. You want to pay $100 to Jonathan Myers. Fuck all the other competition who are charging like $700 for that shit. You know, Davey? Yeah, dude. You shouldn't have to be paying anything, really, but it's more like a tip to Jonathan. Just like you... Uh, Nigel, take it away from here. Yes, so you can go to uh, patreon.com uh, for slash... Uh, Uh, Red Pill Cartel and, uh, you know, give a tip uh, to Davey and I, you know, because we do, we put a lot of energy into this, you know, so uh, whatever we put out there, it it, it should come back to us in in one way, shape, or form, right, Davey? Yeah, um, just tip us, you know, it's a tip thing. I'm not doing Patreon um, you know, I'm not doing Patreon extra content for what you pay for, but it's more like a tip jar right so uh you know it is what it is you know i'm i'm doing a lot i'm putting a lot of energy into this show and so is nigel and i hope he agrees yes uh you know nigel uh loves your energy and we would love for you to uh donate to our patreon uh, all the links are in the show notes so you know what you gotta do cartel we love you and thank you very much for listening